0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Warning, this episode of Smooth Criminal is saucy. Best the kids don't listen to this one because it's going to get dirty. In Cheshire, in England, a 26-year-old woman by the name of Gail Newland was sentenced to eight years' imprisonment for having sex with one of her female friends. Newland had created an elaborate ruse, using a fake Facebook page to lure her friend, and they met on at least ten occasions before Newland ended up being caught by her friend and reported to the police, and ultimately, charges were laid. But what makes this story so unusual? Well, Newland tricked her friend by impersonating a man, by insisting the woman wore a mask the entire time, by disguising her voice, and by wearing a dildo when bonking her friend. Newland told her friend that she was embarrassed about her body after cancer treatment, hence the request that a mask must always be worn. It all must have been very convincing because the victim fell for it, much to Newland's delight until one night the curious friend removed the mask and there she saw her friend wearing a prosthetic penis. Following the sentencing Newland lodged an appeal and ultimately and weirdly had her conviction and sentence quashed. Sex can be wonderful. Sex can be beautiful. Sex can also be downright criminal. I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Now, don't panic and think we're heading into the horrible world of sex crimes. We're not. We're heading into the world of people getting a bit fired up and doing stupid things, all because of things that displeased them when they were doing the wild thing. Stick with us. We're in for quite a ride. Firstly, let's look at some stories where crimes occurred because people were denied sexy time. In Palm Bay, Florida... Why am I not surprised an episode about sex starts with a story from Florida? Anyway, back to Palm Bay, where James Seahouse was arrested and charged after robbing a 7-Eleven store. When asked what his motive was, he said he was furious because his fiance had refused to do the horizontal hula with him. And twenty-eight-year-old Melissa Barbara Minisich of Iowa City, Iowa was also enraged when her boyfriend refused to play hide the cannoli, so she attacked him and ended up behind bars as a result. Don't mess with the horny, right? Legend, uh... Now, I think it's quite possible that many of you listening to this podcast may have been called the wrong name mid-flagrante, or you've possibly even done it yourself. It's awkward as fuck. Barbara Hall, age 60, found herself thinking that another woman's name was being called out when she and her 45-year-old boyfriend were shagging their brains out one night back in 2012 in Florida. Now, it seems Ms. Hall and her boyfriend were fond of using lubricants during their sessions, as they were both into participating in the four-legged foxtrot that can only be described as wet, damp, drizzly, soggy, sopping, watery, dripping. Okay, okay, I'm going to say it, moist. (coughs) So during their session, Hall's boyfriend cried out for lubricant. Now, this couple had used many things to lube up their lives, including olive oil, standard lube brands, and even cooking oil spray. In the US, there's a brand of cooking oil spray called Pam, which they had used on previous occasions. But unfortunately for Hall's boyfriend, he also had an ex-girlfriend called Pam. So when he called out for some Pam, Hall mistakenly thought he was calling out for his ex-lover, and well, to put it mildly, she lost her shit flying into a rage, punching him repeatedly, and then she threw an olive oil bottle, a large metal cup, and a torch at his head. Hall was arrested and charged with domestic battery, and her boyfriend never contacted her again. Legend time. Legend time. Now let's take this up a notch and, and go into the bedroom and see what else motivated people to commit crimes. Firstly in Michigan a woman by the name of Sadie Bell was convicted of shooting her lover in the stomach back in 2013. When giving her statement to the police Bell told them she suspected her lover Edward Lee was cheating on her because he didn't and I quote, produce enough ejaculate, when they took a trip to Poundtown, clearly indicating to her he'd been sowing his seed elsewhere. In a nutshell, Bell told the cop she was pissed off, so she shot him. In court, the prosecutor, Paul Walton, described the case as, I quote, a little bizarre. You got that right? Lee suffered damage to his colon and pancreas, and according to medical reports, nearly died. Now again, another story many of us can relate to, the tale of the premature ejaculator. Now look, yeah, it's terribly disappointing when you're all fired up for a session and then the whole thing is over before it began. But most of us just go, oh well, them's the breaks and we hope in the next round our lover might have a bit more staying power, right? Like most of us wouldn't attack our lovers, scratching and hitting them so much they resort to calling the police. But Raquel Gonzalez did just that after her boyfriend, Ezric Davis, came too quickly and very much to his detriment. The cops came to the house quickly enough to save Davis from the attack, although by then he'd already sustained serious injuries around his eyes and nose gonzalez was charged with felony domestic battery but according to reports she was belligerent and uncooperative with the police maintaining she was more than entitled to react like that and any woman would do the same if their boyfriend was a premature ejaculator oh oh and one tiny detail i forgot to mention in this story it happened in florida Florida, you're having multiple or uh, fanfares in this episode. And since we're in Florida, again, let's stay here. I'm starting to think if you are in Florida, your life will be way easier if you stay celibate like until you die or move. Also in 2012, a couple were buttering the biscuit whilst driving. Yep, you heard that bit right. It gives ride a whole new meaning. By way of backstory, Amanda Jean Linscott, aged twenty-six, and some unnamed dude she'd only met earlier that night, had been at a pub with her and a friend, and he invited them back to his house, where her friend and the dude got to know each other in the biblical sense. I've got no idea what Linscott was doing at the time. I mean, maybe she was getting them drinks and emptying the ashtrays. In any event, the two women left the house later that night, and Linscott's friend and the guy continued texting each other, making plans to meet up again that same night for some more humping. He suggested they meet at a convenience store, but when he got there, he didn't find the friend, but instead Amanda Jean Linscott waiting for him. Linscott told the dude that her friend had left, so the pair got into his car, and she started stuffing her beaver with his one-eyed love snake while he drove. During the shag, Lynn Scott told him she wanted him to pay for the sex. And when he told her he had already given all of his money to her friend, Lynn Scott pulled out a gun and held it to his head. All of this was going on while she was still shagging him and he was still driving the car. I mean, holy shit. The dude then started punching Lynn Scott in the face to make her drop the gun, but she wouldn't, and eventually he lost control of the vehicle and slammed into a palm tree, with the car then flying through the air and skidding across two front yards. Lynn Scott fled the scene but was later arrested and held without bond. Jesus, I, I feel like a post-coital cigarette after reading that story. How are you all doing? Okay I think we need to give Florida a break and head someone new so let's go to Munich in Germany to a story of a criminal and a nymphomaniac. Now this couple had only been together a short time according to police statements but very early on in the piece it was obvious to the man that his new girlfriend was an absolute nymphomaniac wanting to play hide the German sausage around the clock and expecting him to keep up with her on the night in question that already shagged god knows how many times when the totally exhausted and depleted dude decided to leave her apartment but she wouldn't let him leave and instead told him she was bang up for some more banging the quick thinking dude said he needed to use the bathroom and escaped out of the window and ran to the police station to report her for well i mean what could he report her for As the cops told him, being a nymphomaniac isn't a crime and as he managed to escape her home, she couldn't be charged with false imprisonment either. And another word of warning. Telling your girlfriend you're too tired for a roll in the hay could also get you into a spot of bother. Back to Florida. Oh my God. (laughs) I am so sorry, Florida, but let's be honest here, it's you. It's you, not me. Now, remember this name, guys, Jennifer Lee Chapman. If you're ever in Florida and meet this woman, run far, run fast. Chapman and her then boyfriend were in the kitchen at their home one evening when she suggested they park the Plymouth in the garage of love. By the way, I got these euphemisms off a website. I didn't come up with these on my own. So anyway, we're back in the kitchen. So we've got Jennifer Lee Chapman, her boyfriend, in the kitchen at their house and she suggested they park the Plymouth in the garage of Love. And he quite innocently said he was too tired but he'd be bang up for some action in the morning. This displeased the 37-year-old so she did what any reasonable woman would do and said, that's fine, hun." No, 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 she didn't do that. Chapman grabbed a kitchen knife and slashed him multiple times on the arm and shoulder. Ouch. In addition, Chapman headbutted and punched her lover in the face multiple times. Chapman was arrested and charged with aggravated battery and a probation violation. Legendary. Let's end this episode with a story about a poorly chosen place to have public sex. In a cop car. Right after you've been arrested. Yep, yep, you heard that right. (laughs) And where, pray tell, did this happen? Why, Florida, of course. Megan Montanaro and Aaron Thomas had been having heaps of fun riding their bikes around Fernandina Beach at night without their lights on, careering all over the place and narrowly missing being hit by cars when they were finally reported to the police. Police attended and ascertained very quickly that the pair were shitfaced, so they were arrested on suspicion of DUI and thrown into the back of a cop car to be taken to the station for processing. These two had barely been in the cop car for a few minutes when they started to get frisky as fuck, ripping their clothes off and shagging like crazed weasels, much to the horror of the two cops in the front seats. The police stopped the car and pulled Thomas from the vehicle, to separate the loving, so to speak, and Thomas took off running. He was easy to catch considering he was drunk as a skunk. The naked Thomas was transported to the station in a separate car that had arrived at the scene. And at the station, he and Montanero were charged. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, the Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube, and through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smoothcriminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends. If you've got an idea or a theme for a future show, please join our Facebook group, pop a note in your review on your chosen podcast channel, or you can even email us at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. So until next week, if you're going to shag, maybe tone it down just a little. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs)